everybody. Welcome to another edition of the One Step Better Podcast. I'm Mike Schaefer, and with me, of course, is Matt Patrick. Okay, I was just here. Thanks for joining us, man. Happy to do it. Glad Love to it. see you. You look like you're wearing the same uh, same outfit as last week. I think I accidentally was wearing the exact yeah. same thing this week. Yeah. You know what? I think you are too. <laughs> we can't let people into our secret right now. That's right. Yeah, this is uh, this is technically being recorded the same day as we did record last week. But yes, um, we're going out of town. We're gonna have some vacations, some firm events coming up, and so I I'm don't trying to knock out a couple plan, of these. Mike. <clears throat> I don't. I don't believe you. I guarantee you, by the time that this podcast drops, you would have gone on at least one type of vacation in some way, somehow, somewhere. Maybe. I hundred dollars. Maybe right now on air. Hundred dollars. Yes, I can do that. Done. Hundred dollar bet. By the time this, this podcast this drops, may never air again. No, I'm going <laughs> to pay, pay Becky her. 50 bucks to, to drop it like right after my year. vacation. Right after my vacation. <laughs> so the bet has to end by. Oh, no, no. You already said yes. So we can't go back and That's revise. Fine. I'll just take it. Sucker. We'll talk about what we talked about last week. I'll just take a peril deduction. I've already got you signed off on the handbook. <laughs> you know, it's only a problem if, uh, if somebody calls you on it. So right. there you go. Um, well, Matt, um, today is going to be a topic that is uh, a little bit up your alley, um, and we deal with a lot of small businesses, and uh, one of the things that constantly comes up in the small business world is I want to bring people on my team that are really close friends or um, relatives, and maybe it's, sometimes it's, hey, I need to I need to help my uncle out and give him a job. Sometimes it's, man, I got this uh, I really kid. good friend that is going to be really sharp. I think he really do a really good job, but how do I do that in a in, in the right way to set everybody up for success, both mm-hmm. in the business and the people that I am looking to bring on. And something that you have some experience in because you've had more some than family. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes more than I wish. Yeah. Um, some family that's joined you here. So we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of the pitfalls, things to watch out for with working with friends, family, get your perspective on whether or not that is always a bad idea, sometimes a bad idea, or maybe never a bad idea, which I don't think is going to be your answer. But we'll talk about that a little it's bit. It's a bad idea, Mike. Let me just be real clear on the front. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not always. It's, I've I've had. We can't give away our teaser, man. I've had three family members in this business work, and then I had my other business. I had both the mom and my dad work for me as well. Three. Yep. yep. Um. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. But before we do that, we always gotta start with our icebreaker. Uh. And so here's your question for the day, Mr. Patrick. Um. What sparked your curiosity in whatever it is that you're most curious about now? So whatever it is that you're really kind of into. On the personal side, you. on the personal side, I've, I've taken up flying lessons where I am learning to be a pilot. Um, I've really, uh, I've enjoyed the thinking part of it a lot more than the actual physical flying part of it. You have to really be thinking and uh, concentrating, which is always a struggle for me. But I've, I've enjoyed the, the, the idea of learning something new. I'm kind of always interested in learning something new. What? First got you curious to the point of, hey, you know what? I want to go try to get my pilot's license. I'm tired of being in a car when I go every place. I think I can get there faster if I'm in a plane. Are you talking about maybe for that vacation you're going to take uh, before this podcast? Whenever drops? I get my hundred bucks, I'm going to go pay it towards <laughs> some new pilots. No, I, uh, no I, I like the idea of having the opportunity maybe to get some places I want to go faster. But I also just like the adventure of trying to learn something new. So yeah. I, I, that, what my first thing was I always liked the idea of trying to learn something new. So, but, but with that, like, there's got to be the sense of flying and in control of an airplane. It's pretty cool. It's pretty darn cool. It's really cool. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, I like that part a lot. There are some scary parts. So I told you this. We've been practicing stalls, which when they told me we we're going to intentionally stall the plane multiple times in one flight, I went, 
Well, we don't we don't have to do that. Did you wear a parachute that day? No, but I wore a diaper. Um, <laughs> no, but it actually, that was not nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be. It was the scariest part when, I, when the trainer showed me how it worked first and he stalled the plane. Because um, I don't know when he was going to turn it back on. I didn't know how far we were going to drop before he decided to turn it back on. Is this a death wish that this guy has like, and now you're oh, participating? Man, this sucks. But um, when you're in control of the plane, it's not hard. to When you have a stall, you really just put the nose down and give it gas. And guess what I do? The moment I think it's stalling, I give it gas. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Your to trainer's it. like, hey, Matt, you need to actually let it stall, man. I did. I did let it stall. I promise. I, I thought about stalling. It, it was almost stalled. So I give it gas. No, but um, it's been great. I've actually learned a lot. I've enjoyed it. Um, I think, you know, if you have opportunity to do at least a discovery fight somewhere i think you should do it that's a really cool experience just to kind of see what's available out there um the process is very structured i i have not felt out of control throughout throughout the whole process i have felt like i've been um challenged to learn which i've i've enjoyed good yeah yeah how about you mike um personally there's my personality is whenever i do get interested in something I go all into it to a fault. Me too. Uh, and I, you know, a couple of things that have popped up here uh, recently on that that are somewhat related. Um, gardening and raising chickens are something so that gardening we've does not sound fun. Mike. Gotten into. I and I it's like so being hot. outside. And anyway, yeah. Um, but it's not like I'm going to go buy some plants at the nursery and go put them in the ground. It's I got to get it like or I got to read. Seed? all of the books about it and is my soil perfect and what do I need to adjust about it or is it in the right spot? And I, I just get way too What are you kind of gardening? Are you it. doing fruits and vegetables? Or are you doing? Yeah, we have um, a lot of basil, jalapenos. We tried to grow some onions that didn't work out very well. Um, strawberries, bell peppers, dill. Tomato? No, I don't like tomatoes. So who cares about growing tomatoes? Carrots? Nope. No, no carrots. Um, we did. I think I told you this. We, uh, uh, Hudson wanted to grow some watermelon, so we did that. It was going really well, and then I ran him over with a lawnmower on accident. Um, you ran um, over Hudson with the lawnmower? With the no, <laughs> just the watermelons. Um, and so that turned into we were at uh, Tractor Supply one day around Easter time, and guess what they have? Little baby chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Meredith and I have joked in the past about having chickens and chicken goats coop and now? whatnot. So now we have a chicken coop with six, about fifteen uh, week old chickens uh, that are living in our coop. They're not egg bearing yet. Not by the time this podcast drop, we should. Are they the be right size for a nugget, eggs. a chicken strip, or a chicken breast? Man, let yet, me tell Mike. you, chickens grow ridiculously quickly. Yeah, yeah they by, do. if you get them bigger, it's so more food. We I mean. bought them, and then within a week, they weren't cute anymore. <laughs> they were just <laughs> ugly like chickens, stupid chickens. They're dumb, man. They're so dumb. Um, so we your goal to make egg eggs. And... They're laying hens, and so we're gonna have some eggs. You have a rooster? Uh, no. I don't think you're allowed to within the city of Bartlett. I think there's an ordinance that actually they make a bunch of stupid noise. I guess so. Even if if that wasn't, I don't care about the ordinance. I'll break that rule. I don't care. You don't about want that. chickens, but I, I don't want, want any chickens. more. Yeah, I, I six chickens. Well, I don't want to have to look at the egg and think, all right, is this one fertilized or not? Yeah. And then you end up with, well, I'm not even going to get into that. You have to eat a chicken that you don't want to eat. I think that we egg, both. That egg doesn't look as good as I want. We to all eat. understand anatomy to to know what uh, what the difference between a fertilized and unfertilized egg is going to be. Yeah, I don't want a chicken. Um, and so no, we got into chickens, and so you know, have some books on that. Some fun and kids liking that. Spent hours on YouTube. They uh, liked them when they were little and cute, didn't they? No, they actually still do a good job with it. They'll chase them around. Uh, Emma <laughs> likes to go and. I need just to see video of your chicken. kids chasing around the chickens in the backyard, Mike. It's fun. Emma loves the chickens. We are so in the south when I see a kid with no. Shoes on, chasing some chickens around the yep. backyard. 
the dog will chase the chickens. I bet they do. Uh, what kind of dogs you have? Uh, I, just, I just have one. It's a lab. It's going to eat those chickens. <laughs> We're going to eat those chickens. So we (laughs) we put Charlotte up in her little, she has a kind of, we can gate off the back area. And so we put her up and let the chickens out to roam around the yard uh, for a few hours. Those are free range chickens. He's very, uh, I'm man. I'm very granola in there. No, uh, the dog got out of her area. Tell me you start composting your own stuff. I'm out. I'm not doing that. (laughs) The, uh, but the dog did chase the chickens back into the chicken coop and they were terrified. I bet they were. She was about to eat them yeah, all. Yeah, she was. Yeah, but uh, they were. They survived it. Our neighbors, when I was a kid, grew had chickens, and we had spaniels. And guess what? They could not keep their chickens alive, and I have no idea why. Yeah, we haven't had the issue of any critters getting in the chicken coop yet, so that's good. yet. That's good. Have you heard any critters back there yet? Like raccoons? That's what I would. Have oh, been afraid we see. Of it. I mean, we. You know where we live. It's yeah. there's deer, raccoons, possum. Fox. So you're gonna have some stuff back there. Right now, the big debate on next door is. They think that we have a wolf in the neighborhood. Oh, a yeah. true, actual, real wolf. And so there's a debate next door saying not, wolves don't exist in our area of Tennessee. Yeah, and others are stating, this is a wolf. And so there's debate on it. Was it a, it's it's a coyote? A koi dog? Is it a coyote? a coyote? Is it, what is it? And so if you want to jump on the, um, uh, the Davies next door <laughs> and add to the, the conversation, there I is a I think it's a coyote. Um, we, we hear a lot of coyotes out where I live. Yeah, we have. Yes, we have. And I believe one of our dogs disappeared way back when because of coyote, but we never all did it. I'm more worried about we have um, like hawks, a lot of hawks. I'm more worried about the hawks getting the chickens than anything else. Yeah, we had a hawk. Out. Hawk hurt the dog before we think the we had the yeah, puncture wounded and then yeah finished. Yeah, well that's sad. Way to bring our podcast down, Matt. No, I, Buddy got back, and then we went on vacation. And now you gave him, now you told everybody his name. Now Buddy was a cute little buddy. terrier. Oh, Buddy! <coughs> Sorry, poor Buddy. Enough he's times in, passed. He's in Rainbow Heaven. That's right, running in the fields. Yeah. of dog food. Fun. That's right. All right, let's jump into this. Um, working with family, always, uh, always fun, always adventurous. Yeah. Uh, not always a good idea. What's been kind of your general experience with having family friends involved in the business? Yep. So I've had, my mother-in-law was my first employee, 2004 to 2015, 16 timeframe. And then um, I, my wife started in 2010, let's see now, 11, 10, 2010. Um, my mother-in-law and I got along really well. It was very much a uh, employee employer relationship, except for I had somebody I could truly trust in numbers. And so she helped us with our books and that type of stuff, handled our receivables. And she knew how much money was in our bank account, how much money I was making, which is a little awkward sometimes. It did create a friction at home in that when we were together with her and my wife at the time was there, she wouldn't know what's going on. She didn't, you know, we'd talk about work all the time. Well, then when Mandy started, now the three of us are talking about work all the time and work would never kind of stop. Um, the family component there kind of just, stops. it's hard. It's hard. I mean, like, I mean, honestly, it happened this morning. First thing Mandy said to me was, Hey, don't forget to do blah, blah, blah today at work. Cause she was going to be out of the office today. And likewise, last thing I think we talked about last night before she went to bed was something about work. Our day never really turns off. Now it's very blended home and personal. And if I have to go to kids something in the afternoon or she does like today, she's out at the Bible tournament. Perfectly fine. But there's a blended line there. Um, the dynamic with Mandy and I is a little bit more of a challenge because that is more of a 50-50 relationship. Um, probably more 100-0 with her being the 100 and me being the zero. But 
the, the relationship there is a little different. It's hard for me to treat her like an employee at work and then like my wife who is by beyond, be at least my equal, if not better, um, at home. And so I often had, that was a struggle at first. I did do a lot of due diligence before I hired her. I talked to, we have a number of clients that had husband and wife. I wanted to talk about issues they ran into and that was very good conversations. Um, I feel like we do a good job at it. I feel like there's some stuff sometimes when, you know, you, you can, you're, you kind of let your guard down and, you know, when you, when you're unfiltered and that sometimes I'm unfiltered with her at work when I shouldn't be. In other words, I tell her that like, I really, I get mad and I'm really mad and I tell her I'm mad as opposed to, I wouldn't treat an employee that way. Do you ever have instances? Cause I mean, we've both been married long enough to know that sometimes little things just start to escalate internally. And it's no, like, Mike, that never man, happens. I'm frustrated about that. <laughs> and then that turns into, Hey, you forgot to send that email. And now it's really, I'm not mad at you because of that, but it's, I'm mad at you because I, you know, something at home. Um, no, but it is the, I blow up on something at work that I, it really isn't a big deal. Minor stuff. Yeah. And like, it needs to get fixed, but I'm frustrated about it because it's like a pattern of something that we've had going on forever. You know, um, it, it's, they're all silly stuff usually. Yeah. Um, the, the bigger challenge is it's holding her accountable and, and, and guiding her and coaching her. She has, she runs our admin administrative team here and she does a great job at it. Um, but it is the, am I her, I'm not really her boss. I, I'm not really her. I don't consider him her boss. I just want her to, but she is a part owner here. So yeah. I'm normally not her boss. It just yeah. doesn't work that way. Her name's on the door too. At the, at the, <laughs> at the end of the day, you still got to go home. Correct. Your wife. I am curious, you know, one of the things that I'm curious about is how does that create a dynamic for the other employees? Like you've been here now long enough yeah. to know that. You know, it's, it's, I'm smart enough to know that Patrick accounting is Matt Patrick, but it's also Mandy Patrick. And that was, you know, from day one yeah. to know that, yeah, Mandy may not be as involved in the, on the same level as you are with different items. Um, and maybe that she doesn't assert uh, as much authority and but not like in a, a bad way, but she, she has a massive influence. Patrick accounting, right? <laughs> right. And so, um, and, and you just have to be very mindful of that and understand that I'm not going to treat Mandy any different than any other employee. Right. But at the same time, I'm going to treat Mandy a little bit different from the same way that I'm going to treat Matt a little bit different right. because he is right. the owner, boss, you know, head, head signs person. A, signs a check. And, and there's just, that's just being smart Common from sense. A, a, a people standpoint. Um, it is awkward whenever. We get into it. We, yeah, other. whenever whenever Mandy and Matt are going at it, it's like we all right, somebody needs to I, go shut that door and and I have play some to say I think noise. we've done a lot better at that recently. Is I mean I I told you this multiple times from when I first started here and the, probably the first two or three years from working here to today is night and day difference with that type of stuff with because you know we've we've probably talked about it on the podcast before anger is a big deal in in your world and that's subside like it's it's night and day well different. just for the audience i was medicated about four years ago which helps a lot <laughs> my anger issues yeah. but yeah whenever matt and mandy get into it it's like all right man this is awkward I, as i'll get out we we do i god i can't remember last time we did it at work now it's been a while thank gosh okay yeah i definitely don't want to do that at work yeah. and, I, and i like it when we get called out with it so i like it we don't we don't fight generally mandy and i are pretty easy going when it comes to that stuff nowadays now that i'm medicated 
but um <laughs> thank you effectser if you could send me free samples i would yeah. love it the craft's expensive but that stuff's awesome if you have I tell you what, issues, if you ever get to the point where you still run this place and you can't afford your medication, we'll all pitch in. Yeah, thanks, Finn. We'll buy it for you. Yeah, it helps a lot. No, um, I it does. What it did for me was I was letting little stuff bother me all the time. Yeah, and that kind of it's gone away. Yeah, and I think that's just stress over the years, but also just I think it's a part of hormonal changes. So that was part of my own issues. Um, this has gotten really personal today on the One Step Better podcast. <laughs> um, let me let me let me bring it back a little bit. Let me bring yeah, it back. Yeah. So when when Mandy because Mandy and both Kathy were involved here for for a while and and still are. Yep. Um, at whenever you were bringing Kathy on way early on, there was some other things going on uh, from the standpoint of you needed somebody mm-hmm. and you needed somebody that you could trust. And so that was an easy way um, to to bring some somebody on that you could like you really just trusted. They mm-hmm. were family, right? right? And that's a good thing. Um, has there ever been instances in which maybe it's not, you know, ex- maybe it's other extended family. And I don't even know if we should really talk about this specifically with you, but, um, that you thought, man, there's no way I would hire that person or that would just be a really bad idea. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. I, I'm, I'm, I love my mom, but my mom's wanted to work here for a number of years. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, my dad, my dad is, you know, someone we worked together for a little while. You know, the, the struggle that they both have is they don't have boundaries. And that's okay. I don't mind not having boundaries at home, but they don't have boundaries at work. That's a struggle. And so um, I think holding them accountable, them listening yeah. and being coachable and understanding my role as a leader here versus their role that they would want to occupy here, that wouldn't work. Um, I think obviously, that's... considering, you know, it's my mom, it's a lot different relationship. My mom's never going to be the subservient. Uh, relationship in that I'm going to be that because that's my mom. Yeah. And the, I always feel like one of the hard things to do whenever you're working with close family or friends, whatever, is you have to clearly set the boundaries to say at work, I am not dad. I am yep. Matt. Yep. Um, and that relationship at work is very different than it is outside of work. I would say Mean does this exceptionally well and that she treats work like work. And if she's at work, she's going to work. And now we have other responsibilities and luckily we have the flexibility of her having a lot of home responsibilities with our children. But the reality of it is Mandy makes sure stuff gets done. Um, I'm probably the (laughs) negligible one there. Um, But she is clearly going to make sure that she treats um, my role as the leader here with respect and she's going to do what things she's supposed to do. She's a good communicator to me about where she's at with her team. Um, you know, that is a big challenge though. work and working. Now, Ma- Mallory started working with us this summer and this is her first job of any kind. Mm-hmm. She's only 18. Um, and one of the things I made sure I did was I made sure she does not report to me. She reports, she's on Shelby's team. Mm-hmm. She's a marketing assistant, marketing intern. She's helping that team out and she's working a lot with Gia and, with with uh, Lacey and Maggie just trying to help them with list management and helping us do some profiling and I actually gave her a little project here recently but the reality is that she's not reporting to me um it is a first job for her though so I also want her to know that showing up on to work on time is important and if you don't need time off you have to ask time off and if you have a doctor's appointment you have to communicate those things and like all the stuff that has to happen yeah. as a new new job but in the, the day she also probably realizes dad's the owner that she's I'd like to fire her some days, but I won't. Yeah. Um, but right now, I think she's done a great job as she's come on board. And I've asked for honest feedback from everybody else. I want everybody to hold her accountable. 
Yeah. But I would say that it was impressive whenever she started coming on board that she saw this as a job and not as I'm going to go hang out at dad's workplace Correct. and has done a great job of being very um, mindful that because in our environment, Hey, it's great. Your last name's Patrick. We'll give you a high five for that, but that doesn't earn you any credibility right. here. Keep working. Um, because we have a really strong group of, of workers and employees. Yep. And so they're going to, they're going to look at her and say, what have you done for me lately? Right. I, I get your name's Patrick, but come on. I need somebody to use now. And I, and, and I would say this, I, I would, she's, she's, she has risen to that, to that bar. And I would say it is my expectation that she works harder than anybody else here. So that's what I wrote down. <laughs> Whenever you're bringing in family members or, or close friends to work for you, you have to treat them the same, but you also have to understand that everybody else has different expectations for that person. And in, in, in most ways, that person, whether it's a family member or a close friend, is going to have to have more expectations. They have a higher bar to meet than if somebody else had to fill that role. I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of that. I have high expectations of my family. They're going to work here. They're going to work their asses off. Yeah. But it's also the same expectation I have myself. Um, but I will expect them to do above and beyond. Yeah. And that's probably, you, I don't know if it's unique or not, to, to an environment in which you do have a, a quality team. If you didn't have a quality team, then that's probably not the same, uh, the, you know, the same expectation. But in our world, it absolutely is. If you can't, because if, if we brought in a crap employee and they just sucked, then everybody around you would be telling you about it. Correct. Um, but if they wouldn't tell me about my child who sucks. But if, if it's an employee, yeah, correct. If it was Mallory, I don't want to pick on her because she's, this isn't her. Mallory, but, you suck. No, I'm just <laughs> but if it was Mallory. Suck, no, <laughs> first of all, I have nothing to worry about. She is not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But, um, but if it was Mallory, you're right. It, the chatter would be a lot less about, hey, man, she's not doing a great job. Um, but at the same time, it would eventually come out. And you would be able to see that. Correct. From just it's the same. I've coached my kids in sports, and it's the same thing. I expect my kid to work harder than everybody else, yeah. and I'm holding to a higher standard. Yeah. And I expect them to, you know, give all efforts all time, but never complain and never be frustrated by going to practice. And that's not reality. Yeah. But that's the that's my that's me. That's my expectation of my kid. I want him to be, or him or him or her to be the one that I don't have to, you know, push to show up to practice and to not be. You know, not they need to hustle all the time on and off the field or whatever they're playing. That's just how I would want my my kid to be. But I know that my dad didn't. My dad probably wanted the same thing for me. I didn't do those things, and so <laughs> same <Right>. thing. <laughs> I was a lazy kid. My son's a lazy kid. We get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I correct. Yeah. The, the other thing I wrote down here is it's important, especially from a, an other employee perspective. It's important that you don't show favor to those individuals just because of who they are. You know, I'm not going to bring in my uncle, my aunt, whatever, even if they're going to be a rock star, you know, uh, person for that job and then start to give them senior level responsibilities simply because of who they are. Now, if they earn it, that's a different, that's a completely different conversation, but I'm not going to show favor to that person just because of their relationship to me instead of somebody who may be more qualified or better equipped for it. Correct. And that is hard. I mean, I know that, um, there's a couple of, uh, other firm members, um, and organization we're a part of. I know they've had handoffs from one generation to the next. And sometimes you can, on the outside looking, you're like, mm, I'm not sure that person was ready for that role. Yeah, yeah. Versus, you know, I don't think, I think they're ready to hand it off and they're ready, you know, regardless. Um, or they put them in roles they weren't really best suited for. And which led, you know, that can lead to either you're trying to 
jam a square peg in a round hole and it's not as efficient as good as it could be, or they just won't ever succeed through setting them up for failure. Yeah. I don't think it is accurate to say that working with family or close friends is never a good idea. It's it can be one of the most rewarding things you can do. It 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 has a lot of value. Yeah, we're but you have to be very very cognizant, especially as a leader, that all eyes are on you to set the pace of how everybody else is going to behave with that relationship. Correct. I mean, we have a we're very fortunate. We have a lot of clients that have best friends that have formed businesses together, or partnerships that have all worked well, or they've got family. You know, it could be parents, spouses, children, other family members that have all come in. Most of the time, the ones that are successful, they have clear lines that distinguish responsibilities and expectations and people are held accountable to those things. And they're things. constantly talked about with not just that individual, yeah. but the entire team as well. It's got to be intentional. Large. It's like anything yeah. else. A lot of this stuff is just intentionality. Yep. And, it, and, it, and it's something to be real clear about. I expect you to do your job the way I would want anybody else to do their job. I expect you to show up and try like hell every day. Yeah. And when that happens, it's a really fun time mm-hmm. because you get to work with some of your closest people, yep. which is great. Yep. Well, very good, Matt. Um, that'll wrap that up. Uh, working with friends and family, always a good idea. Sometimes a good idea, never a good idea. It depends. It depends. It depends. Good, good accounting answer. Yep, it depends. Um, uh, and so if you guys have questions out there, have experiences, or even, or even horror stories, we love to hear these. If you have some horror <laughs> stories about- Do you want to hear something? Do you want to get something <laughs> off your chest? Or if you need a recommendation for a good medication. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know um, if, you've, if you've hired some family members and it just went terrible. Let us know because we would like to read those and, uh, and laugh along with you. Um, um, but thank at, you guys for joining us. At you, maybe. I don't know. Not at you. <laughs> laugh at our listeners. No way, man. Um, kind of sometimes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, enough of that. We'll, uh, we'll reach you guys or we'll talk to you guys next week on another edition of the One Step Better podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.